Man, as a pastor, I love me some exegetion. Today we're going to be talking about exegeting your culture, but if you want to exegete the Bible, let us recommend the CSB, Kyle. Yeah, both of us use it in our preaching and in our personal devotions, and we would encourage you to check out csbible.com. Yeah, but for now... Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and other Southern Baptist goodies for your ear holes. Today, we continue our series through Mark Clifton's Reclaiming Glory by looking at the need to exegete the community. Exegestion, exegesis. <laughs> Exegestion. Exegestion. Whatever that is. I can't talk very well today because I'm so cotton picking excited that baseball is back, Woo! baby. Baseball. What what have the uh, Rangers done for you lately? Um you know what? The, the Rangers um they have remained faithful, faithful and loyal to their loyal fan base. To their fan base. And, and they have not winning. They though. have attempted to have, win. Okay, they've 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 given it the old college right. try, but they have not. When when was the last championship of right. any kind that they got? I, I can't I, remember. I, I, I uh, the, the the when was it? Do you remember? Oh, it was so long ago you forgot. Is that it? Because I can't remember the last time that the Houston Astros won anything. I can't. The, no, the, it, the, it is, the, the Astros are like Voldemort. They're the team that yeah. shall not be named. Okay. Okay. Let's, well, anyway, I'm Matt Hensley, pastor of Mayhill Baptist, and I'm joined by Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman of First Baptist Church, Alamogordo. We're both pastoring fantastic churches in southern New Mexico, wading through the waters of church revitalization, and are glad that you pulled up a chair today as we share a little bit about what we're learning through all of these successes that that list is long yeah, and then all of the so failures long. that that's mostly long in Kyle's case <laughs> and we always hope that you'll leave here today encouraged but before we jump into exegestion of the community or whatever that was exegeting the community Kyle how's the family doing we're doing well um so I think the last time we we, we talked our, our my son was still doing basketball I think so that's over um our daughter's moved into soccer now and our son's Lego League team was one of three teams in the state of New Mexico out of the 36 that showed up that, that got to go on. So yes. we're uh, we're preparing for a, another Lego League thing um, off in May, I believe, is when that's happening. So right. we're gearing up to travel a little bit and and go go do more Legos. So yeah. it's fun. Uh, it's busy busy time of the year. You know, 10 and almost nine. So. As, as you well know, that's a... That's easy. It's, 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 yeah, nothing's that's going on in our no, life. We, uh, we had no. the grandma in town for a little bit, cool. and uh, so that was always good. And that's where dad just learns to just bite his tongue. That's <laughs> that's the best thing you can do yeah. for a weekend with grandma is just bite your tongue. Uh, yeah. But it, it went well. Uh, church is going great. We're, we're blowing through uh, Mark at the speed of cool. about one verse at a time. Sweet. And, uh, and so we'll be done by the time I am... Uh, nominated for president of the Southern Baptist <laughs> Convention when I'm like in, 70. In 50 years. Uh, yeah, but uh, we'll be done then. Uh, Psalms is going great. We we just have chosen to take one at a time for that one. Cool. Uh, we should finish the whole 
uh, book one, if you will, on the first okay. uh, by the end of this year. Sweet. And uh, so we're we're going through that. How's uh, Fubuchu doing? Uh, it's good. So we we finally finally are wrapping First John. Finally, after we spent some time in, in you began last that. fall. Like when you yes. came here, you yeah, started. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> almost. So, yeah, so we spent some time there last fall, took a break, finished it out this spring, and are now moving into Hosea. Awesome. So, um, and so how long yeah. is that going to take? Uh, so that's only going to be like four, maybe five weeks. I'm not going to go cover to cover. Just going to kind of hit the, the high points. Okay. Um, and then this summer, l- late spring into summer, we're going to walk through um, – not all the articles of the Baptist Faith and Message, but kind of the hit some of the main ones. Are you saying so, that some aren't important? N- no, I'm, no, I'm saying we're like gonna we we're we gonna cover affirm? multiples each okay. week. So I'm not not gonna devote 14 weeks to it. So. I understand. Well, by the time you're doing that, we will still be in March. Maybe by chapter <laughs> two at that point. And uh, but but yeah, things are awesome in both of our churches. We're glad yep. you are here. And uh, enough of all of the pleasantries that we uh, begin our episode with. Let's jump right into our imperative of exegeting the community. Kyle, kick us off. Yes, so this is the third uh, imperative uh, in in Mark Clifton's book, Reclaiming Glory. And so so here's what he means by exegeting the community. By, By the way, this has nothing to do with anything else we're going to talk. So let me just, let me, let me take an aside. The first time I ever heard the word exegesis, was in college. Right. I'd never heard this in high school, right? And so I'm in a biblical interpretation class. I think I'm a sophomore in college. And my professor gets up there and she starts talking about exegesis, 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 and eisegesis. And I'm going, what's wrong with Jesus? Exactly. What does all this have to do with Jesus? So so about three weeks in, I think like it took me a while. And I'm like, man, what do these words mean? This Ladies what, and gentlemen, <laughs> this guy... Is a pastor. <laughs> That's right. Proving that anybody oh. with a pulse can be a pastor well, in New Mexico. Yeah, so this was before the Wikipedia days, right? Or smartphone yeah. where you could just, what does this word mean? So, yeah, you I was raised about, your hand. I was about three. No, no, I finally came across it like in a book. I think okay. I was actually, for once, reading the textbook that I was supposed I to be reading. <laughs> and and I finally came across it and I went, oh, it's not Jesus. It's, it's exegesus. That's a different word. So, uh, yeah, that, that was that, very that was helpful my, to yeah. the conversation. Sorry, so, everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's better it's than my exegesis. Not, 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 a, not a helpful Baptist podcast. So yeah. exegeting the community. This is basically doing the work of a church planter as a either replanter or, or revitalization pastor. And that's simply getting to know the community, um, learning to know the community where your church is. Now, this is going to look a little bit different, obviously, in Mayhill than it does in, in Alamogordo. Because Mayhill, I know we've talked about this before. What's what's total population of 56, Mayhill? 56, 50. Okay. So we're sitting at about 40,000. So, so still a relatively small community, right? So, I mean, we, we have definitely some, some different neighborhoods. Um, there's a little bit of a neighborhood right here around our church, um, but, but a since we're in downtown, what's happening here is a lot of the um, the old houses that are in our immediate neighborhood are being bought out by businesses. They're historic homes, really um, kind of picky about what you can and can't do with them. Um, so, so in that case, a lot of it is um, we're, we're kind of becoming less of a residential neighborhood mm-hmm. right around the church. So, so how do you 
exegete the community. So, so talk to us about Mayhill, population 57. So I'm I'm coming into it. You know, you've right. you've been here for a little bit, so you did some of these steps, you know, a few mm-hmm. years back, and it's already changed a little bit there. Ours mm-hmm. is going to be a very slow to change neighborhood, yeah. um, apart from just somehow there being an explosive growth. Right. Um, but when I came in, you know, one of the first things I was told by the committee was when you Google Mayhill, some of the first things you're going to see is this convenience store. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we've shared about that on the podcast yeah. before. You know, at, at the time was just covered with racial slurs and yep. all, all kinds of just vile stuff all over. Mm-hmm. Had been on the news, CNN, Fox, everywhere. Awesome. And so that is the reputation of our town outside right. of the world. So that's what I was able to you know, almost have a preconceived notion that I'm I'm walking into Trumpville was yeah. you know that it was it was just going to be a very tense place. It was going yeah. to be very political. That's what I was expecting yeah. when I came in. But then I got there and I realized that all of the neighborhood around the church, you know, that giant number of fifty yeah. some odd people, cared not about that convenience mm. store. Was okay. embarrassed by that convenience store. Did not shop at that convenience store. And so. I had to realize that everything that I kind of brought to the table okay. to Mayhill was wrong. Okay. Like it, that wasn't the way our neighborhood really was. So, so did you have any like hesitation at first? Like when you Google Mayhill and you see this, and, and, and folks, this is still true. I mean, you Google Mayhill and you'll, you'll see this uh, uh, convenience store. Did, did you have any hesitation like stepping into this community when, when that's the first thing you see? Not, not so much because it... To, I, I like a challenge. So I'm, okay. and I was coming in thinking that there's going to be a lot of repair that needs to be happening, yeah. and that's what the gospel does. It reconciles. And so I, if anything, made that guy my target for evangelism. Like we were going to save this guy, and revival was going to come to Mayhill. Like that's, that's what I came in with. The problem, though, that we did run into is because of that, people that were passing by assumed Convenience store equals right. Mayhill Baptist. And, and because your church right is across, right across the street. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not too far from it. And so we had, and they saved them for me, people that had called over the, the months asking, why haven't we done something about mm. this convenience store? We can only assume. That uh, this assume is this y'all. guy yeah. is a member they of your church. Yeah, yeah. He, he's probably sure. our deacon, maybe even our pastor. <laughs> like there's Nobody knows. They just yeah. you know connected those yeah. two. And so what I had to do was start to get to know folks. And, and in our case, it's easier. You've got Walmart. You've got... Plateau Espresso, you've yep. got, you know, McDonald's. Yep. Everybody's going a million different oh, directions. We're a booming metropolis. With, yeah. with <laughs> us, well, you might get a Chick-fil-A, but with us, we've got a cafe. Yeah. And that's the that's the extent of yeah. where people gather. And so I was able, I just kind of, that was my shop for mm-hmm. a while. And I got to know every single person that, you know, was coming in, getting to know what they did. Did they retire there? Had they lived there their whole life? Yeah. We have, you know, a member at our church that pretty much owns anything that is available in, in Mayhill in terms of like land or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, they had been there their, you know, their entire life. And, uh, and they, they're actually, uh, if I remember right, kind of the uh, name behind the town. And so uh, at least their family was. Yeah. And so I was able to start learn, learning that by just being 
there mm-hmm. and getting to know that this is kind of the DNA. A lot of retirees, a lot of long time, a lot of people that just come up in the summer, you know, because we're a resort town or whatever. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Sense. So that's that was my exegetion uh, process. Exegetion. <laughs> I'm uh, at, hey, I'm rolling with it uh, now. It's my new word. <laughs> One of these days, when when you are Matt Hensley PhD and you're teaching at you know Southwestern or wherever, you're going to be able to, to use that word. Ex- Welcome to Exegetion 101, 101 boys yeah. and girls. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk really quickly about some ways to exegete your community. Yeah. Now, now again, I mean yours with with 57 people and kind of the one main. I mean there, there's one highway that runs through Mayhill, right? I mean, that's that's basically it. So, so for you, I mean, hanging out at the at the cafe, you're going to meet Everybody. most of the town, right? Yeah. So, so here it's a little bit different. I mean, even though it's not a huge place, 40,000 40, people with a, with an air force base that that really drives the economy here. Um, so, some of the ways I've tried to do that. Uh, demographics has been a great tool. Um, there's a, there's a website called missioninsight.com. Our state convention um, has, has provided all the pastors in the state access to it. Runs great demographics. So, so when you look at, at a segment of your community, um, it'll give you, you know, age and um, racial makeup, um, uh, economic status, uh, you know, with their families, if it's retired, what, what, what you're looking at. So that's a tool. I mean, that's not the be all end all, but, but it's definitely a tool to kind of get a good snapshot of your community. Places like coffee shops. And, and as we've talked about my, um, love for and addiction to, uh, coffee, uh, I spend a lot of time at a coffee shop. Um, one of the things that's worked really well for us is our fall festival. Um, where we'll, I mean, we'll set up some inflatables, and and I'll, the best description I ever heard of a fall festival or, or of an outreach like that is, it's not to get people from the community into your church, it's to get the people from your church visible to the community. Mm-hmm. And we actually, from from ours back in October, we have a a young family who's been attending because they they were at kind of a tough place in their life. They showed up. Um, Met the folks from our church, interacted with them through some of the games and stuff, and said, "Man, that was th- those those folks were really nice. They were really friendly. That this might be a church that can that can help us out." And and it's just some ways of getting to know. Now now, let's talk about what not to do because I think there's some some key mistakes, and and we'll hit on this in some other episodes as well. S- some ways to not substitute the hard work of getting to know people in your community to to try to. So, um, and again, this is coming right out of, out of Reclaiming Glory, but he says you, you don't ref- redefine your church for your community by changing your name. We, we talked about that, right? I mean, that's not the be-all, end-all, right? We, I, I can throw out an example of why that's a terrible idea. Okay. We, we had a RV park in the town, uh, had been there forever, was... It, it's probably why our church would would have the chance to run about 150 to 200 in the summer because yeah. so many people came to it, and they changed their name to the camp at Cloudcroft. We're not Cloud. You no, know, you're we're, in we're not yeah. Cloudcroft. It was you know, and their thinking was Cloudcroft is a more identifiable right. name outside of 
Mayhill. Sure. And so that was the whole idea behind it, and it completely has flopped. Oh. And, you know, they're flocking to some of the other RV parks because they came because they wanted to be a part of Mayhill, Mayhill. or whatever wow. else. And yeah. so that, that kind of cut yeah. them off from some of their people. And so that's, that's a good reminder because it's yeah. easy to want to have something that's identifiable or, or whatever it might be. And maybe we, we try to get a little too creative for our own right. good. And that, that maybe works in youth ministry, not yeah. so much on, on the, yeah. you know, the, the, the main part of the well, church side of things. Well, and even, you know, some other, some other things that we've seen, um, maybe even updating sanctuary. Hey, the, the key to our church revitalization is we're going to get rid of the pews. We're going to move the chairs in. And you know, we talked about this on another episode. <laughs> there can be a reason to do that. I think I don't think that's an altogether bad idea. But if your goal is, hey, we're going to take out the old pews, we're going to put in new chairs, and that will revitalize our church, that, man, that's really missing the point. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, or, or even, and here's a big one that we really wrestled with, I think, 20 years ago, is changing the music, right? This will be the silver bullet. We're going to go from piano and organ and hymns to uh, contemporary worship. And now, 20 years later, we're almost past the worship wars in a lot of areas, and yet churches are still struggling, mm-hmm. right? With And you find, you find thriving churches with all kinds of worship. You find struggling churches with all kinds of worship. So I think the, the whole point in this is, is you don't, you don't change your community by the gimmicks. You change mm-hmm. your community by getting to know your community. Because folks will come in and the, if if they're connected in the church with, with the folks that are there, they'll worship with any kind of music. They'll they'll stay because of the relationships that, mm-hmm. that they've built. So what else? What else have you seen? In you know, one, one of the things I, I thought of in, in the difference, you, you mentioned the whole eisegesis and the... Uh, the exegesis. I think it goes back to what you were just saying. Is we're trying to find out what what does this community mean? Mm. What what is it saying? What do they think about them? What are their needs? What what do they see as the benefit of our church right next right. door? Versus you know eisegesis. Maybe what am I trying to put into this yeah. community? Yeah. What am I trying to make this community look like? You know, in my own uh, you know perception or whatever yeah. what I want it to be. And, uh, and so I think that's part of what we need to figure out is what is it saying? What, what is kind of the yearning behind this community? Some of that they're not going to know. They don't know right. that they need the gospel. Right. But they, right. they know that, hey, I, I, I feel like I don't even know my, you know, my neighbors right yeah. around. They need community. I, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I'm just down in, in the dumps and, and there's not a whole lot of money to be made here. What, yeah. what do they, you know, they need the, the gospel. They need to realize, yeah. you know, the satisfaction that's in Christ alone. Yeah, and right. so we have to find out what is at, at its core, what is our community uh, saying? Do you have anything else to add before um, we wrap it up? Well, I mean, I think, I, I mean, if there is a silver bullet, clearly it's putting a Starbucks in your lobby. Um, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's all you need, right? <laughs> full, but, full barista would, in the would lobby. Would they say Merry the, Christmas when it comes uh, to Christmas time? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, Forcefully that's how you do it. and yes, you will have a Merry you Christmas, will, yes. or you will burn in hell. Uh, well, on that note, we could not have taken this dumpster fire to another level without that. So, thank you so much that's for right. yep. Kyle. 
<laughs> I, I, I do my part. I do what I can. <laughs> that that uh, green tea went down the wrong way. But thanks so much for joining us today. We know there's a billion other things you could be doing, uh, but you took the time to listen to this train wreck and all of its esegesis uh, or Jesian uh, glory. Uh, we hope it was helpful today and brought you some encouragement. And uh, just really think about the community, what the needs are. Learn it, love it, and and just get all in in your community and uh, build those relationships and uh, that's where you're going to see some of those changes happen not throwing in uh, Starbucks in your lobby and so if you haven't uh, subscribed yet on iTunes uh, throw down a subscription there and a five star review or whatever podcast you use Uh, join us on Twitter or at Twitter however you say that at NAB underscore podcast or on Facebook under our name or visit www.notanotherbaptistpodcast.com for more insight and uh, to what we're doing here and with our own. So until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Have a great day. Bye, God bless. Bye.